It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Good morning, Be the Queen of Your Stress listeners. Welcome to episode two. I'm Dr. M, your host. I'm really looking forward to sharing with you and thanks so much for coming back to listen a second time. I'm looking forward to sharing over the, over the coming episodes many life lessons and also interviews with some change makers in, in our world in terms of how you can achieve more while stressing less, something that's very, very passionate to my heart. Part of the reason why I'm so passionate about helping you achieve more while stressing less is from really being the daughter of a workaholic. My dad uh, was was such a hardworking man and through his hard work, he certainly provided a lifestyle for myself and my brother and my mum that I'm very, very grateful for. I'm also extremely grateful for the lessons that it's now teaching me and has taught me over the years around how I approach my own work. Uh, the work that I do, I definitely, definitely definitely love and it totally lights me up but I really need to be mindful of how that fits into the bigger picture of my life because having watched my dad from an early age really put every every all of his energies into creating a fabulous business to provide a fabulous life for our family it really meant that I saw somebody who had very little balance and blend uh, and I talk about that quite often is I don't necessarily believe that there's this perfect balance that you can achieve. I think that's a little bit of a myth. But what I do believe that you can achieve is a really nice blend of work, family, play, um, making sure that you, you're really looking at all your different values um, and priorities so that there is a nice blend over and, and that you're a balanced person. I think that's really important because the old saying of all work and no play is really true. And if you're not giving yourself space to be able to play more or spend more time with your family, it's very easy to become one-dimensional. And that's something that I've certainly learned over time and that I myself have to focus on because if I had a choice, um, more often than not, I'd either be at work, talk about work, be working on a project rather than actually getting out of my head sometimes and just having fun or just sitting in nature or just taking the dog for a walk or going to the gym, all of those other things that are an important part of me being a balanced person in my blended life. I hope that makes sense. But my dad was amazing. I mean, he was 52 when I was born. He was a refugee from Hungary and he. the story goes that he literally um, fled Hungary after he got a tap on the shoulder because his name was on the wrong list at the time when various regimes were coming out in. And so he literally left Hungary with what he had on and arrived in Australia with what the Red Cross had given him, which the story goes, is that it was just a suitcase with jammies and a toothbrush. And from there going down to Albury and being in the work camps that were around back in the 50s um, to then create a very, very successful uh, retail business in haberdashery and materials, not the sexiest of businesses, but it provided for a wonderful life and foundation for myself, my brother and, of course, my mum as well. But the interesting thing that I watched my dad do as a child was he developed such a strong work ethic in us. Unfortunately, it probably left the blend of the balance out a little bit because when it was five and a half day trading, my dad traded five and a half days. When that went to six day trading, some of you would be old enough to remember five and a half day trading. That was when shops shut halfway through a Saturday. Then it went to six day trading, full day Saturday. Then it went to seven day trading. And my family's um, shop was in a shopping center. So ours were definitely ruled by center management, not by what perhaps dad wanted to be doing. 
But my dad was very happy at work. It's where he thrived. It's where I think he felt he was contributing to um, really the community but also to us as a family. So it was very, very interesting watching that being little because, as I said, dad developed um, through his own work ethic, an amazing work ethic in myself and I know for my brother as well where he, he works crazy hours. He works really crazy hours compared to what I certainly do now. But I know when I first graduated from chiropractic college is that uh, when I first started work as, as a chiropractor is that I worked crazy hours too because I thought that's what I needed to do. I thought that was paying my dues. And working 70 to 80 hours a week uh, was not uncommon. And what I realised that that did is it really burnt me out. It burnt me out to the point where I didn't really like to talk to anybody outside the practice. And the sad thing about that and looking back is that I, I, was, I was so grateful for the friendships I had at the time that were outside of my practice, but I really neglected them. Neglected them is the best word because I was just exhausted by the time I left work that I wasn't capable of having a conversation just to shoot the shit, if you like, with mates because I had literally been talking all day. I often, often to speak about that in my workshops is that, you know, I really speak for a living. That's why podcasting is a natural extension of what it is that I do because whilst my hands-on work is obviously hands-on is that my whole day is spent talking to people, which I love. I love getting to be able to share with people how they can improve and by listening to their stories and I get so much out of that myself so that's one of the things that I think is fascinating when I look at how I now plan my my weeks is to be able to plan weeks so that I force myself in some ways to make sure I get a better balance and and being able to have time to be social and have time to play and have time to exercise and all those things because otherwise so so easy for me to fall into the trap of just working all the time. Now, I said to you in the first episode, if, if uh, you hadn't had a chance to listen to that, but as I will say in every episode, is my intention for these podcasts is that you actually go away with action steps because it's all well and good for you to listen to my stories or to people in the future that we interview stories. But if you're not actually taking action steps yourself, is that it's really just a fuzzy, uh, a nice warm and fuzzy 10, 15 minutes that you get to spend with me uh, versus actually taking steps that then have the ability to change your life. So one of the things I'd love for you to do is just take a moment to actually think about your week and is your week by design or is your week because it's kind of how it's fallen that way or it's because you feel it's your responsibility to do things a certain way or it's because it's how your parents did it. Just have a think about your sort of week in general. Why do you do the things you do? Is it because you feel you have responsibilities as a parent? Having that moment to reflect on how your week is actually travelling is one of the first ways to be able to make change because this is something I hear all the time from, from my clients and from, um, from my clients is that sometimes people complain about things but they're not willing to make a change. And the first step to being able to make a change is to actually recognise where the problems are. Very hard to make change if you're not sure what you need to change. I know that might sound really simple, but yet it is so true and so important that we're, we're designing our life. Or the old adage is if we're not making our plans, somebody else is making our plans for us. And I certainly saw that in my dad's world and, our, and our, I guess our family's world as far as business was concerned because my dad's hours were effectively set by the shopping centre that the shop was in. The way that Dad had to refit the shop was set by the the um, shopping centre that Dad was in. So he had to work within a system 
that he did absolutely choose to be in, don't get me wrong. But it, then it, did, it predetermined how things would move forward as far as his working hours were concerned and the amount of time that we got to spend with Dad. Um, you know, I can remember back when Dad was working five and a half days when Saturday trading was only half days and uh, my dad was a mad soccer or football fan and uh, he had helped. He was one of the founding members of St George Budapest, which is a team up in Sydney back when some of you will remember if you're in Australia, soccer teams used to always be um, based on the, I guess, the ethnic heritage of the people that founded it. So we'd go to the, to the Saturday afternoon football and uh, sit up in the members. I can remember sitting up in the members with all of Dad's Hungarian mates and they'd, they'd talk away in Hungarian, which Dad never taught us. So um, we'd sit there. But I used to love, love, love going. And I, I really remember missing that as a kid when he had to start working because that was the time we got to spend together. And then that changed significantly when seven-day trading came in. So I guess my other question to you and the other point of reflection is what are you missing out on through the choices you're making? Now, for you, it might not be work. Work might not be what's taking up your time and creating that imbalance of the blend that you want to create throughout the week. It might be something else. It might be, it might be your sport. It might be you're being way too social and not spending enough time at work and that's hindering um, a promotion you want to get or you're, you know, you're spending so much time with the kids you're not able to prioritise yourself and have a little bit of you time. There's so many ways that this can actually flow where it affects the balance and the ability of you to be a multi-dimensional person rather than just being that one dimension. And it's so interesting because I think it's amazing when you're having conversations and spending time with people that have that blend almost right. I don't know that anybody actually has a perfect, or not that I've met yet anyway. I know a few people that are bloody close. But it's having that right blend that they're just amazing to sit down and talk to because they can traverse through so many different topics with so many different people and it just it allows them to live in such a state of gratitude and happiness which is certainly something that I would hope for for all of you listening so action steps for this week is have a look at how your week runs is your week running because it's how you want it to run or is it just because that's kind of how it's always happened because one of the areas that we're going to touch on in upcoming episodes is how we can manage our time and energy to actually get the most out of our week. But until we already have an idea of, well, where are the gaps and where am I, where am I missing out on stuff, it's really hard to be able to do that. So the first step is to be able to really reflect over how your whole week runs so that we can start looking at where you might need to make change. Thank you for joining us this week. Before I finish, just my top three for this week because it's something that I want to do each week in terms of some of the key ways that I, I find work really well to de-stress is one of them is listening to music. High rotation this week is not afraid by basic tape. tape. My book that I'm reading this week is The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bronstein. It's really cool with many, many universal lessons in there, um, which, again, we're going to touch on in future episodes. And my final thought is a quote from... Um, the amazing Dr. John D. Martini, somebody who's certainly um, inspired a lot of my personal development over the years, is what we think about and think about is what we bring about. I hope you have a wonderful week this week, um, thinking and thinking about all the things that are amazing in your life so that they can you can bring about more. And I'd love to hear from you guys on our Facebook page about things that you've actually looked and realised when you've actually looked over your week and seeing exactly how it's been designed. Final thought for today. Only you can design your life. 
and take the actions that it needs to be taken to the next level. I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Bye for now, now guys. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.